Happy Monday, everybody! Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends giggle, snort, recap, and review their way through a new romance novel each week. This week, before we get into the actual book, I have a couple of Patreon shoutouts. First, Tiffany A., you are a phoenix. Your powers of rejuvenation make sure you're never down for long. Whether it's a momentary lapse or a huge loss, you always have it in you to bounce back. Even at your most decrepit and downtrodden, you need look no further than your own inner beauty and ability to set you right. And Elizabeth S., you are a water sprite. Your dazzling personality and playful nature make you a delight to be around, and friendship with you is just as flowing and deep as the waters you inhabit. When rough currents hit, you know how to strike a healthy balance of go with the flow and swim for your life. And everyone better take note. When you're pushed, your bite is just as bad as your bark. All right, this week we have a delightful contemporary tale of two millennials and a wrong number. It's quick, deep, and fabulously sexy. Plus, Harry Potter boxers. Let's do this thing. Pig roast. <laughs> pig roast, pig roast, pig roast. Tell me all about pig roast. Oh my god. Pig roast is crazy. We, we dug the big thing. We put in the coals. We burned the wood for like three hours to get Oh, so much wood so we yeah. have like six to eight inches of coals then we went to the butcher shop we got the pig the pig was still a little bit frozen oh, oh no what oh, do we no. do they said that they it wasn't gonna be they said it was a fresh kill pig but it was frozen a little bit so we're like Dicks. oh no what do we do we have to get this pig in because the people are coming yeah. so then when I say we, I really mean like a group of men that I'm not really even, I'm like kind of <laughs> taking pictures, I'm drinking coffee off to the side, I'm like, yes, good wood splitting, good job, guys. Like, I'm not, when I say we, it's a very loose we. Yeah, I thought some guests yeah. were there already. That's good. Yeah, it's a, it's a pig roasting committee of like four, so this yes. is not, I'm just kind of around, I'm like, you know, cooking up my mac and cheese, I'm, I'm doing <laughs> other stuff, really. Women's work. Uh. So, um, they <laughs> have the pig. They wrap it. They do the... What do they do? Oh, first we put the stones into the thing. Yes. Put the stones in there so they can get nice and hot. Put some extra stones in. We slice the legs up and put some stones in the legs. Mm. We slice some other parts up and rub salt in them. Rub yeah. salt in the pig cavity. Carcass. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What yeah. else happens? And we wrap it in some tin foil. Here's oh. how this was supposed to go down. Thermometer I thought you were going to use... Yeah, go ahead. Thermometer in, thermometer in, then tinfoil, then chicken wire, then banana leaves. How this really went down is tinfoil, chicken wire, <laughs> oh shit, Oops. we forgot the thermometer, <laughs> then thermometer, then we put banana leaves down in the bottom of the pit, and you put the pig in with a chain, and then some water. You're supposed to put in three gallons of water into the pit for the steams. Yep, yep, yep. It's got to steam right up. Yeah. Then you bury that pig. And you bury that so, shit. Pig went Get in. your shovels out, men's. Yeah. Pig <laughs> went in roughly 1,100. Guests are arriving. 
1830. We need to get that pig mm-hmm. out by 1930, okay? So we think a good eight and a half hours of roasting. Here's the hardest thing about military math for me. I cannot do math fast enough to know what the fuck that time is. I think that's 7.30. 7.30 is when the pig is being exhumed. All right, okay. good, good. And and let me just have that noted for the record that it took me through that whole sentence to mm-hmm. do the mental math. <laughs> it's just minus two. Twelve. What? Twelve. Yeah, it's just you just minus it by twelve. Twelve? Why did you say two? Because I always minus two, and then whatever the number is that's there, it's that's ten the number. less. Yeah. So if you're uh, like, it's 19, what is it really? Seven. Nine right. minus seven, two. We are off track. Sorry. So the temperature in the pig is rising consistently. We're like, this is good stuff. This good, is good stuff. Good to go. Around 3 to 4 p.m. See how I went back to I regular did. Thank standard you. time frame? 3 4 p.m., pig hits 120. Levels out. <gasps> Stays at 120 oh, until no. that's Fahrenheit, y'all. We're Americans. I'm sorry. Yeah, and um, I will. I, I refuse I, to I do that math. Cannot and pigs, I will not. And I'm sorry. Pigs should be at like 145. Pigs should be to at be 180 done. according to the internet if you're doing a pig roast. Oh, in oh, interesting. Yeah, because you've just got the thermo. You're getting the whole pig. You just got the thermometer in one yeah, Oh, yeah, you're place. totally right. And I'm saying this from saying to David, well, that's only 20 degrees. They just have to be 145. And he's like, <laughs> it's 180 if you're doing Aaron. a pig roast. So I corrected you with the same <laughs> level of derision. <laughs> Don't you love that? When you learn a fact, you start yeah, correcting and you're people like, with this, that fact like they're you. idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mel. So we didn't know what to do, and we're like, oh, maybe the thermometer's stuck on the tin foil. You know, tin foil doesn't get very hot. An engineer friend of ours said that that was maybe the issue. It was it was very scary. Yeah, because you don't want to poison all your guests. Yeah, there's straight up 50 people at our house. Oh, dearest. And I'm like, I'm churning out that mac and cheese. I'm churning out the carbs. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, it's going to be great. We dig up that pig. That pig is 120 degrees. <sighs> we do not know what happened. We followed everything to the T. Uh-oh. So what happened? We butchered up that pig and put it on the grill and ate those crackers. Good. Crackles. It was there you go. It was delicious, but it was nine p.m. delicious. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. it was late. Some people, I hear that. kids, had to leave before the pig got exhumed. That sucked. Oh, um, and wow. we felt that's what they get for having kids. Am I right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel, Melody. You, you that's you're your choice. Coming around on these, like <laughs> your parents. That's on you. Uh, mindset. Yeah. So that was how pig roast was. I woke up this morning to record this podcast. Well, first read this book and record this podcast as if I haven't had like four solid weeks to read this book. And I felt so hungover. Oh, okay. There were people at our house until like 1 a.m. ish, but it was all outside. So then we had to clean everything up. Guys, I got a text from Aaron like, (sighs) like two hours before we were supposed to record being like, Hey, are you okay? Haven't heard from you. Are we recording? And I was like, Erin's mm, not ready. No, I had. But I know. I hadn't heard from you. No, I know. I know. I and know. I sent you a very important text. You did? Yes. Uh-oh. About Li Shang. Oh. I don't think I did got that. Not- yeah. Open up your phone right now. It's about Li Shang? How I'm dare I this- miss that? Yeah. That's why I thought something was wrong. I'm going to take this time to say that I woke up hungover and I had two beers yesterday. It was all sugar. I had a sugar... I had like a too much cake hangover today, and I'm still feeling it. Like I still don't yeah. feel good. Oh yeah, it's about the live action Mulan movie. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Lee Shang is removed from the live action Mulan. <laughs> How is that even possible? 
He's an <laughs> integral part. Mm-hmm. What? Mushu? Who isn't in the... Oh, which sister is added? Get out of here. I don't need no thiefery or bandits. I need <laughs> Lee Shank. I need Mushu. I need all the iconic songs. How dare they? So, I might have to there. protest this thing, even if it's full of Asian actors I love. How <laughs> dare they? Oh, so, no wonder you thought I was dead. So yeah, I saw that tweet. <laughs> I saw that tweet like two days ago about how there isn't going to be a Li Shang or a Mushu in the Mulan movie. In fact, the only character save Mulan that's coming back is the Emperor of China. Who the fuck cares? Ah! It's just Mulan and the Emperor. And they're giving Mulan superpowers, which is also a problem. So... <laughs> First of all, I saw this tweet. I retweeted it from our Heaving Bosoms account, and I'm trying to write a comment. I'm trying to write an all-caps, indignant comment. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I talk today? Did you did you hear how long it took me to say ginger snaps earlier? It was you're crazy. Still, I, I was like saying vagina snaps. It was awful. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to do this tweet, and I'm like, I can't do this. Melody has to do this tweet. So I sent it to her. And I sent her the tweet, and I'm like, I need you to respond to this on Twitter because I can't with appropriate outrage. Radio fucking silence oh for two days. Oh, my God. Nothing. Oh, I'm so sorry. So I'm sorry to the world. You were just like, blah, blah, blah. Aaron sent me some shit, whatever. No, I don't, I don't think I saw it. I don't like it. her anymore or something. No, I, yeah, I what? think maybe I thought we broke up. I don't Let's know. Let's do a fight. Let's no, do I- this. <laughs> <laughs> on air throw down <laughs> wow it's like i died mm-hmm. wow i don't know what my brain is doing lately but actually i know exactly what my brain is doing lately so you will find out in my lady loves get ready okay we gotta talk about this fabulous little contemporary book that reminded me of the first six months of my relationship with michael really yeah. Oh no. Didn't you like it? You didn't like it. I don't like I don't like anything anymore, you guys. I think I'm turning into like a curmudgeon. Uh-oh. What was the last book I liked? Did you tell someone to get off your lawn yesterday? Oof. Everyone was on my lawn. There <laughs> was no way. Yeah. You were like at one AM. You were like, Don't you have kids to get home to? Oh no, they already left. <laughs> no, honestly what was nice was kinda like what was left was kind of my inner circle of friends, which was oh, nice cool. at one AM. But okay, so Here's the thing, and I don't. I'm, I want to say this without insulting you. Hmm, don't worry about because it. Because now it sounds like you took this book in a deeply personal way. No, no, I didn't. It just was a happy reminder. Oh wait, we read "Let's Get Textual" by Tegan Hunter. Hunter. All right. Yeah. This book was very cute. It had a lot of lols. I did a lot of lols. Yeah, um, there was a lot of banter. Yeah, snappy banter. <sighs> There's two problems in this okay. book. Tell me all about it. The first one is there wasn't any conflict. For like 80% of the book. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I can find a book charming when there isn't any conflict. But the second thing kind of like prevented me from loving it despite that. Okay. And the second thing is I have this deep pet peeve. Oh, God. It's going to make me sound so bad. Let's uh, just, uh, oh, God. Okay. Here we go. That is people thinking that they are special for universally shared experiences. Okay. The thing of like. Were you a 90s kid? You'll love this top 10 list. And oh. I'm like, that's fucking everybody. Every You can't be like, you play with Polly Pockets? Me too. Now we're best friends. It's like everybody fucking did. Like, just get off. The, find something you actually are in common. You know, 
you know, right, like, right, well, right. I love brunch. Everybody loves brunch. It doesn't no, make you totally. fucking quirky. That, that you know? doesn't make you friends. Ugh, right. I hate it. And that, I felt like, was most of the connection with these two. It was like, you watched Keenan and Kel? Me too. You like Netflix? Also me. <laughs> well, I've never met anyone in the world that loves this, this stuff and gets me as much as you do. I don't know. It's just like, it, that's kind of how a lot of it felt. How a lot funny. of it was cute too, though. It was just like, you're sarcastic? <sighs> oh, gosh. I've searched the world for a woman who's sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I liked both of them. It was cute. It was snappy. It, there was a lot of back and forth, but it just, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of like, yeah, I think I just forgave that stuff. because of just their unbridled enthusiasm for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. especially like from such an outlandish start. I don't know. I just dug it. Not to mention yeah. that the only reason it really reminds me of Michael and I is just because we were long distance for the first six months of our relationship. We knew each other. We didn't like have an accidental mm-hmm. meeting. But since we were long distance for the first six months, a lot of our relationship was just fully getting to know each other. Because I, I don't know if, you know what, this is pretty on brand. A lot of times in in-person relationships, I will overlook a lot if the sex is good. <laughs> I often get distracted by bedroom antics and fun outings that I can have with literally any person. In our last uh, episode (laughs) about somebody who you didn't like anything he'd ever say, but you just continued to date him for a long time. (laughs) Not for a long time, for a couple of weeks. Um, And that's because our pheromones matched so hard and, and the bedroom antics also matched pretty darn well. Yeah. So because of that, like I actually had to like all of our relationship was conversations on the phone and text messages. And it really gave us a nice, solid foundation with like only a weekend here or there where Mm -hmm. things would get physical and then we'd have to go back to getting to know each other. So that's why. (laughs) That's great. That's why I like this book. (laughs) Okay, so we've got Delia and Zach. Also, I think I disagree with the author on how to pronounce her name, and I'm not going to apologize for it. No, no don't do this. <laughs> no, 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 not the author's name, the character's name. No, but like, what was the other book where we each had our own interpretation of how to pronounce the I don't know. protagonist's <laughs> name? Oh, it was, um, it was the Helen K. Diamond book, the Under the oh, Wire, Over under the, the Wire. wire. Outside yeah. the wire. Yeah. The wire. Everywhere <laughs> but the wire. Yeah. Even if the wire isn't. By Helen K. Diamond. Um, no, but we, like, I thought it was, like, Mia or something. And you oh, thought it that's was Maya. Right. And, like, I don't think that was the name, but um, we basically had to pick one. So we got to pick one at the start. Well, listen, it's Delia. In the book at some point, the dude is explaining how to say her name to someone else. And he says Delia. Mm-hmm. But I just don't agree. It's Delia. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Wait, D-E-L-I-A. Delia. Delia. Delia or Delia. I think it's Delia. Both of those so. words sound exactly the same to me. <laughs> no. So uh, Zach and Delia, that uh, starts out, Delia is actually dating someone else. And the whole first chapter is her breaking up with her boyfriend of six months. It's really like kind of sad and bittersweet because they're... They're really like good people and neither of them want to hurt each other. 
but they just don't work as romantic partners. So it's kind of nice. I thought it was nice, actually, to see like this amicable breakup where each person was mature and okay. I don't know. You just didn't care? I just maybe had a bee in my bonnet, or I have for like months. I mean, you did have a corneal abrasion. So... Yeah, the bee... Like... (laughs) (laughs) You have not been super comfy this week, Erin. This is the first time I've seen you without an eye patch on. A literal Uh, eye patch. (laughs) You know, we do... A lot of people... A lot of people made light of my corneal abrasion... I don't know. No, if you guys what? aren't on my social our, our social media, you probably don't <laughs> even know about this. But like, I had a I had a tiny piece of plastic wedged in my cornea for like three days. But a, a lot of our listeners Did were I commenting in my bonnet that we ought to do a pirate romance this week instead of less contextual. And I was like, <laughs> we have one though. There's one on the list. There's oh, a really? Pirate romance? Yeah. Well, but I just made up for up it soon. by only texting you in pirate speak for a little while. <laughs> that was fun. Fair. <laughs> okay but so okay, yeah anyway, so i may, understand I why you're a little corneal, bit yeah maybe i had a corneal abrasion this week but right. i just felt like it was not this breakup was like not super realistic or something i was just kind of like uh, and that's coming from a person that is actually friends with more exes than i can even fathom i don't think yes. i'm friends with any of my exes like, we're nice to each other, but we're not mm-hmm. friends. Like, you and exes will call each other and have actual conversations and, like, keep up with each other's lives. Fair. I don't do that with anybody. Fair. It's interesting that you, of all people, would be like, this breakup was too nice. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even the exes that I am friends with, we didn't have, like, a, hey, one night. So, what happens between these two, Delia and Caleb, is yeah. one night she's just like, hey, you know, it's not really working out. Do you think we ought to break up? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I think we should. And then they cry a little together and they're like... And they have a, a final snuggle. Yeah, they do a smooch and they kind of just shake hands and part ways and then the next day they're friends. I definitely never had a breakup like that. Oh, you took some time, of course. Nah, I just took a lot of, like, I don't know. I just feel like you never you never just break up and you're not, like, I don't know. They didn't even have a conversation about, like, what wasn't working. They were just like, we're better as friends. Huh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I think that's also the merits of, of we don't, like, we don't need to know about their relationship. I don't, I don't give a yeah. shit about their six-month relationship. Yeah. I just care about the the relationship they have going forward because that's all that's pertinent to the plot. That's so fair. anyway, she breaks up with her boyfriend. He leaves in the morning. And then that yeah. day she gets a text, a random text that's like, hey, are we good for our meeting on Tuesday? And she's like, oh, this is weird. My stupid brother lost his phone again, I guess, because it's a new mm-hmm. number. But she mm-hmm. had a meeting for roughly the same time with her brother on the same day. And so she was just like, yep, good to go. What time again? And he confirms. And she's like, huh, it's a little bit off, but whatever. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then just gets forgotten. And then a Mm -hmm. little while later, he's like, hey, I've got to reschedule. And she's like, okay, cool. Sounds good. And then I guess her brother also reschedules with her over the phone. And so Mm -hmm. she's like, weird that he would mention it twice, but fine. Mm -hmm. Also, the brother calls from his landline. So that's why she doesn't know about the different number situation. Right. And then she's on campus, sitting on a bench, and gets a call from this random number. Mm -hmm. And he's like, who is this? (laughs) 
basically. Well, she's kind of a little bit mopey because I don't know what kind of college she goes to, but she and her boyfriend Caleb, apparently the baseball team is just the sexiest thing there's ever been. And Caleb was the star of it. And he's somebody and she's nobody. Like, there's this whole thing about, like, she was intimidated by him because he was somebody. But she's also kind of like a bitch to him when they met. They do a flashback to how they met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But she's like, we were voted the cutest couple on campus and the couple most likely to make it. I'm like, what college are you going to? I know. I've never voted for cutest couple on campus. That's never been a. No, that's like (laughs) only a high school yearbook thing but that's fine even then like i don't think that high school yearbooks have couple most likely to make it <laughs> yeah i guess but she says it was it, it was in their like campus gossip magazine which i don't know maybe i just went to the wrong college right you know? that sounds fun but anyway she's so she's sad because everybody on campus knows they broke up and everybody on campus thinks he dumped her because he's like you know the golden boy and she gets this call yeah and he's like who are you? In like a She's very like, sexy voice. I'm sorry. Uh, why are you like you don't get to ask me that? Who are you? <laughs> right. And I don't really remember much about this except for they kind of clear it up that he thought she was a client and his personal assistant slash roommate, which I don't know how that works out. That sounds like it would be terrible uh-huh. to have transcribed the number incorrectly. And so he actually missed the meeting with the big client that he was supposed to have. Or maybe he never even set it up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, well, you know, I didn't actually miss lunch with my brother. They do a little bit of like snarky sort of flirting. And then they hang Yeah, up. it's cute because she's like giving it back to him just as much as, as he's giving it to her. And um. At one point, she's like, oh, his voice is sexy. And then he says something sarcastic. And she's like, never fucking mind. This guy's a douche. Like, I Mm -hmm. I regret thinking he's sexy. But then he wins her over by the end of the conversation. And she's, like, smiling from ear to ear for the first time in a week since the breakup. Or maybe longer, because they had been on a downward spiral for a while. And then Caleb actually comes up to her because they have a class together next. And he's like, oh, so what's going on with you, Smiley? And she's like, mm-hmm. nothing. Um, yeah, so it's cute. And then, like, the first, I don't know, five chapters at least mm-hmm. is mostly just their actual text messages back and forth. Text between her and this guy, whose name is Zach. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of breaks. So after their phone call that could have kind of been the end of it and then he starts up again by saying something about like he ordered a large pizza for himself and the delivery guy gave him like a a shitty look look. like yeah so he kind of starts it back up again because he wants to keep texting her and they start flirting back and forth on text and it's real cute so this thing did you have some favorites yeah Um, did you yeah uh okay so for one thing you know he is like he's like blaming her because of their oh so he says why is it i've spent the last 20 minutes trying to fall asleep and i can't because all i can think about is you and she Mm -hmm. goes are you trying to start a sexting convo he goes what no shit that did come out creepy huh she goes see i told you you're a creeper and then he blames her for the client meeting and then she's like no it was your roommate's fault blame him he goes, I already did. I coerced him into buying me beer to go along with my leftover pizza. She goes, there's such a thing as leftover pizza. And he goes, are you trying to make me fall in love with you, Delia? 
So he says one time, this is one of my favorites. He says, you want to know what's horrible? And she says, your face. Oh, and yeah. then he doesn't respond. And she's like, <laughs> burn! And he still doesn't respond. And so she's like, do you need some aloe over there? And nothing from him. And then she's kind of like, oh, did that actually like piss him yeah. off, maybe? And uh-huh. so she's like, okay, are, are you mad, Zach? Are you there? Is that are you okay? Was that too far? And then he comes back and he said, sorry, I had to call my friend and ask him to drive me to the hospital so I could get my <laughs> wounds checked out. <laughs> So good. So, yeah, this reads really fast because it's almost all text messages back and forth. Yeah. And they bond over stupid shit like you do, like everyday stuff. At one point, she asked him to make the decision about what junk food she should get from the grocery store. Right. She He asked about her hobbies and she's like, well, I like knitting. And that's basically mm-hmm. it. And so he's like, what? That's so lame. Like, are you an 80-year-old woman? And she's like, hold, please. Give me two hours and I'll knit you something perfect. Let's talk about this. Bing, boom, bong. <laughs> oh, we're, no. in a, we're in a segment. <laughs> you, didn't, you, could, you didn't hear it coming because you're in the middle of anywhere. a sentence. This yeah. could go anywhere. I don't know if this is a logistics or like a knitting <laughs> with Aaron. How, okay. So she says she needs two hours, which I feel like I'm an average pace knitter. Okay. She makes him penis pot holders. Yes. Describe those in your mind's eye. What do those look like? I think the the shaft of the penis is where your your four fingers go uh-huh. and the balls are where your uh-huh. thumb goes. Okay. That's what I think. <laughs> That's so you're grabbing it with the uh-huh. in-between part. Uh-huh. It's my okay. idea. That's outstanding. I imagine <laughs> just a regular square-shaped pot holder with like a penis print. Drawn like, on it. Dra- yeah. yeah. Either way. You're not a knitter, right? I'm a crocheter. Okay. So no. Out great. Outstanding. <laughs> okay. Because my first issue with this is this. Pot holders are not crochet or not knit. They're crocheted. I've never known anyone in the world to knit a pot holder. And she specifically talks about yarn, which is like not a good idea as far as yeah. picking up the pots. That's going to melt because it's probably synthetic. I don't know. I guess she could knit a wool pothole. I just don't understand it. It's a crocheted thing. I I think it might be more of a, what's it called? A novelty item than an actually useful item. It gets used later in the book. Oh, does it? Yes. I forgot about that. All right. I don't know how that happened. Point number two. This is a long segment. Oh, Jesus. Whether they are shaped like penises Mm. or... (laughs) <laughs> they are have an illustration on them in the form of different colors of yarn. I think that takes more than two hours to get together. Does she churn right. these out on the regular? Is this, is this specifically a hobby of hers? Uh, penis pot holders? Maybe. Because you've got to have... Because well, first you got to p- find the pattern. If it's not something that you've got just like just like control saved in your brain, There's you've got to no find the pattern. There's no way she hands a penis pot holder. B, she needs like at least two different shades of yarn. You need a oh, bit... Yeah. A bit darker for the bell end, uh-huh. a bit lighter for the shaft. Yeah. I mean, is she going to get creative and do some do some darker, you know, stuff on the testicles? I don't know. But she might. And I imagine if they're penis shaped like you <laughs> imagined in your mind's yeah. eye, it's going to be like knitting a sock. Stop doing that with your hand. <laughs> Stop it. 
I'm basically puppeting my hand she's at her. Puppeting, like she's got a penis pot holder on it. I just feel like you. I feel like you're. It's like a sock, and it's hard. It's gonna be hard to like widen it for the balls. Mm. That's hard. That's difficult knitting. I think. No, I know. Absolutely. I don't Absolutely. know if it's different crocheting. I don't know how to crochet. Yeah, I don't really. I don't. I've never. I. I only crochet in straight lines, so I can make. <laughs> I can make blankets and I can make scarves. That's all I can make. <laughs> I honestly thought what was going to come out of your mouth was I've never crocheted, which would have been hilarious to me. Like I consider myself a crocheter, but I've never actually I've crocheted. Never, like, done it? Oh man. I- I connect much more on like a kindred spirit level with crocheters. <laughs> Which is kind of like like earlier today, one of the girls in the Heaving Bosoms geriatric friendship cult posted mm-hmm. this video of this like incredibly sexy ballerino oh, um, yeah. doing a pole dance. It was insane. And I honestly watched this thing thinking... I could do that if I tried and like trained at it and like ate better and like lifted weights and like devoted my whole life to ballet. That's not that impressive. <laughs> That's how I felt you were about crochet. Like, oh, I could do that. Now you just go around saying I'm a crocheter. No, honestly, that was one of the nicest things that some anybody's ever done for me in my life. And that includes bailing me out of jail. Wait, what was the nicest that thing? That was a oh, good video. That thing out of- <laughs> I have the nicer things. No, maybe not. I said one up, bro. One up. I didn't bail you out of jail. Okay. No. Um, okay, okay, so penis a bunch of stuff holders. happens. Basically, like, we should cover the um the important callbacks from the text messages because they're an excellent read. It's a snappy read. You should definitely just pick this book up. There are a few, like, pop culture references that I did identify with. One was that one of them, I can't remember which, it was very scared by Dante's Peak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I do have a friend out there that has a lasting phobia of stratovolcanoes. <laughs> due to Dante's Peak. Specifically stratovolcanoes. Yeah. I dig it. I hey, dig Cole. It. <laughs> you listen to this in like two months. He's real um, behind. He, he actually read Master by Our Mates. <gasps> like a, a man that I'm friends with that have ne- has never read a romance novel before. Oh. Red Master Buyer Mates. Uh, he found it incredibly disgusting. This was an aspect. Anyway. Okay, wait. So, um, well, we find this out because he has a fear of bunnies. Mm-hmm. Or like any rabbits, I guess. And she's like, no, I have regular fears. Like fears of volcanoes. Thank you, Dante's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so some of the some of the callbacks are the penis potholders. Mm-hmm. One of them is... Um, they joke about never having met or seen each other. And so he's like, hold on, I'm going to send you a picture of myself right now. And so mm-hmm. she gets it and she's like, oh, God, I don't want to open it. This could be a dick pic. This could be a something like, uh-huh. who knows and what he she, looks like. He could who be, knows what he looks like. This is just a text out of nowhere. He could be 60. He could be yeah. um, lots of things. Yeah. And actually, I don't know if this makes it more or less concerning i guess like i I was trying to figure out how it would feel in her shoes because Uh the the picture he sends her is of this super cute smiling baby goat and Uh she's like oh baby goat like how did you know those are my favorite and he's like see i told you i was cute Uh but at that point i'm like oh god what do you look like then yeah like all the catfish 
hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I yeah. don't know how much you watch Catfish, but I've all, seen every episode. I yes. love Catfish. Me too. <laughs> I knew you did. Even though he's such a dick. Oh, they're both dicks. I don't know. Oh, man, like, they're there's insufferable. There's nothing redeemable about the show. No. There's no one to root for. Nothing's nope. good. Nope. But I just, clever. No, nothing. There's nothing good about it. But that's and why yet, I like it. I want to see that turn. I want to know. bottom of the barrel. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, if you have any family members who have appeared on Catfish, I'm very sorry for our previous comments. Okay. No, no. <laughs> it's not. It's not the people. It's no, just, I'm kidding. kidding. There's just nothing to root for. Do you no. want them to be together? Do you want them to not be together? There's nothing... You no, don't want they, somebody's thing. been lying the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Like, for I, whatever reason. I'm not saying that the people on Catfish are terrible, except for the two the guys. Yeah. Terrible. They're, they're awful. <laughs> terrible. So, if that's your brother, sorry. I don't Although, know. Although, I do love all of the breastfeeding videos that Neve and his Ugh. wife have come out with. But even then, it's like privileged white dude caring about something because it impacts him right now. When he got, Not because... he got accused of like sexually harassing one of the I guys know. on the show too. Yeah, also that's super gross. Guys, I just found that out. This is not a podcast about this romance novel. We're just gonna do whatever today. I'm, I'm really sorry. Over. It's I haven't talked night at to Melody's her in a couple house. of weeks. Just a send time. us a couple more three star reviews. Yeah, we get it. So- we get it. We're sorry. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's another one. We don't think about, we don't lose sleep about those three-star reviews. Oh, Some okay. of us might, but that's fine because we're not going to change the podcast. <laughs> Here's the thing. guy. I okay. had a couple of callbacks that are a uh, new segment, bing, boom, bong, yes. uh, continuity errors with Aaron. Oh. Um, <laughs> Usually this is me. I'm so proud of you. so they actually go back and forth early in the text uh the text third of this book where Uh he says where she's texting him in class and he's like aren't you supposed to be uh paying attention to your class right now and she's like oh maybe and then later in the book he's like you're in college like he's like why didn't you ever tell me you're in college oh i didn't notice that how funny and she's like you like me still even though that you're older than me and blah 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 and i'm in college and i'm like you guys talked about it in your text yeah yeah interesting and then also sorry go ahead no go ahead They talked about their favorite ryan reynolds movies and it was right after they had talked about where they'd want to most live in the world and she was like easy hands down 100 percent alaska and then like i don't know 20 pages later it's like What's your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie? And she's like, easy, waiting. What? I don't, whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, easy, the proposal. And she's like, Which happens in Alaska. LOL, the proposal. What a loser are you? And I'm like, why? I just, you just said that you've always wanted to live in Alaska. Is that not your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie? <laughs> I just feel like it's it just, yeah. Okay. Well, that right. was more that like, he didn't choose one of his action movies. He chose a rom-com, which... I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't find not endearing. I Fair. mean I didn't find it endearing either, but you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. So Alright. So okay. the next thing that so, happens oh, wait, is and then another one of their uh callbacks is whether or not they're gonna sext. And the answer is oh, um no. he's firmly hopeful and she's he, firmly against it. Yeah, she is in the <laughs> sexting camp. She is in the no. Camp. Uh-huh. She's in the not ever. So her and her roommate is Zoe. Mm-hmm. Are gonna book go two out. is about apparently. Yeah, apparently are gonna go out on the town. Zoe is great. Zoe or is maybe, awesome. Maybe she's Zoe. I'm not sure. Z O E. Zoe, I think. 
Um, she's great. She wants to go out. She's like, you just got broken up with. That gives me an excuse to drink. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, and uh, Delia is kind of like, I don't really see this as a uh, broken heart situation. I'm okay. Right. I don't need to go out. And Zoe's like, well, I want to do shots. And like, yeah. so they go out. <laughs> and she's texting with him. And they see Caleb there. Yes. And Caleb's like, oh, how's that? How's the boy you're seeing? She's like, no, we're not saying we're texting. No, and like, we're just it's texting. Not a big deal. That's it. We're not dating. We're just texting. <sighs> so the night is winding to a close. Zoe's drunk off her ass. Delia's not drunk, but had too much to drive, probably. I don't know. Well, they didn't bring a car, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because um, it's close to their house, but it's also late now. Yeah. They live a few blocks away. Caleb is giving a ride home to some of his other friends. So he says to... I'll circle back for Delia, you. Delia, I'll circle back for you. Which, I, again, I don't know what college they go to, but if you can't fit 20 people in the backseat of a car, right? you're not at a real fucking college. You're not like, doing it right. If I had a dollar for every time I laid on the like back yes. thing between the back window yes. and you know what i'm talking about that I little do. like shelf back there yeah or like crawled straight up under a passenger seat uh-huh i would have like probably 30 dollars. i know <laughs> i know like you gotta you just just cram them in that's how yeah. you go home you sit you on the lap of the driver, driver. like you're drunk you're anyway yeah. nobody cares it's fine you could fit at least three people in the front seat, and I'm talking Sit on at the least. Hood. Whatever. Right. <laughs> it's only a couple of blocks. Just yeah. get in there. You're in college. You can't die. It's going to no, be fine. Exactly. <laughs> no, they are way too civilized. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand that. She won't and wait 10 minutes for him to circle back. He's like, I'll circle back around. She's like, I want to leave now. I can't wait 10 yeah. minutes. And, like, I don't understand that either. So he's like, well, promise me that you'll call a cab. And she's like, on, you know, scouts on her. Yes, of course I will. And then she realizes that her wallet has been stolen, which wallet had cash stolen. in it. Yeah. Which like, womp, womp. Yeah. But, um, so then, <laughs> then she's like. Wonderful, Zoe. Hands Zoe, $3. Zoe, like, here, money. She's like, I, I have, have it. money. Here's the money. I gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I so identified with this dynamic on both sides. <laughs> me too. So she's like, well, fuck stick. And Zach checks in and he's like, hey, how's it going? She's like, everything is shit. This sucks. I'm just going to walk home with my super drunk friend and like try to keep her standing up. And he's like, Mm -hmm. no, you are not. You will not. He's like, tell me where you are right now. And uh, I'm a 50 shades of gray this shit. I'm laying in my helicopter on the top of the bar. You will (laughs) not drink Anastasia. (laughs) No, he does a much cuter thing. No, he doesn't see so cute. He's like, all right, give me five minutes. And I'm thinking, I'm so excited because I'm on the edge of my seat here. I'm like, oh, it's it's the first meet cute. It's the first meet cute. He's going to get there and walk into the bar. He didn't. And then, of course, Tegan is just building my anticipation because we find out that um he's about 30 minutes away he doesn't want to make her wait that long with all of the drunk scoundrels that are probably (laughs) about (laughs) i'm like okay right like Um, if i had a dollar for every time i was like this is a bad neighborhood but i'm drunk and i'm walking yeah (laughs) but i don't have any other options yeah what am i gonna do i'm taking these heels off and i'm just walking (laughs) anyway wobbly so it's a miracle we're still alive, honestly. It's a miracle anyone's still alive. I know. After I know. like twenty through twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, especially since we grew up in like the the eighties and nineties. Oh my like, god! Remember Keenan and Cal? I'm sorry, it. I can't. Stop it. <laughs> 
No, so... So he gets out of the cab and he pays for it and it's very sweet. Yeah. And... And then the next thing that happens is they Netflix? Maybe. But there's already this joke about sexting in the air and they talk about the goat situation, um, that she loves goats. And at some point, I don't know if it's before, it's somewhere in here, she says that if he buys her a baby goat, she will agree to meet him. Yes. And I think that that's before soon. the Netflix date. But I'm not yeah, sure. I think so too. Yeah. So that's that's in the air. Yeah. So he's like, but it's also leading up to all of this. They're like, oh, you know, if you part of the baby goat thing was if you wanted a picture of me, like you could have just said something or whatever. Right. And one of the things they agree to is that they will send each other sort of photos, but they don't want to see the whole face because they want to keep that special for their first in-person meeting. Which, again, I could not tell if that was endearing or concerning. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, she's got a good vibe from him overall. But, you know, just putting my putting my in the in the moment cap on i was like i don't don't know how i would feel about that yeah and to be fair she doesn't either she's like i really like this dynamic right i don't know what meeting in person will change you know Mm -hmm. anyway so wait can i read one of the sexting my favorite sexting moment sure okay she goes i fell asleep thinking about you (laughs) and he responds please tell me we're about to sex (laughs) she goes the moment i woke up i ran my hand down my chest between my bountiful breasts I dragged it across my flat stomach, goosebumps rising along my skin at the touch. It wasn't until I was right at the opening of my white cotton panties that I decided I wasn't going to touch myself because we are not sexting, you pervert! (laughs) (laughs) So they go back and forth and it's really, really cute. This This is where he sends her the picture of the baby goat. Yes. They go back and forth about a bunch of different things. He sends her another photo because he bought a baby goat for himself. He didn't buy a baby goat for her. He bought it for himself. And they name it together. They decide. She decides it should be called Marshmallow. And then they can get graham cracker and milk chocolate later so that they can have a trio of s'mores. And it upset me so much because she said, oh my gosh, it's the baby goat you got for me. And he's like, no, Goaty is mine. Goaty is the goat that I bought for me. Goaty is this goat. And I was upset because I really liked the name Goaty. Goaty, I know. <laughs> and Marshmallow is not as cute as Goaty to me. But maybe yeah. because sometimes I call my dog Goaty. You call Rooster Goaty? I get that. No, I call Goat Goaty. I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm hung over from cake. <laughs> oh boy. When I sometimes I make up songs about my dogs and I sing them to them mm-hmm. and I usually use, you know, goaty in the songs that I sing <laughs> to goat. Can we do a bonus episode where you sing us some of your dog songs? I'll sing you some of my Ember songs. We'll do it right now. <laughs> no, we don't have time. Okay. So they're going back and forth about goats, about everything. They send each other pictures of, like, a quarter of their face. He's like, hey, I'd still like to meet you, by the way. Like, just FYI. I don't know. They're generally sarcastic back and forth. You should really just read the book. Also, when he sends her the picture of him and the goat, all she can see is an eyebrow, and it's a good 
big old bushy sexy eyebrow and she's oh, like yeah. I like that eyebrow and just so you know in my mind's eye from here on out he's Max Middleglia from The Handmaid's Tale because that's an eyebrow it. I was like oh okay okay I know that eyebrow yeah <laughs> so that's yeah. what I had from here on Max out Max Magnilligillicuddy yeah what is his last name it's so hard nobody knows nobody knows <laughs> a mystery <laughs> <sighs> yeah so then they netflix at some point mm-hmm. they both say that they're staying in that night and they're watching netflix so they decide yes. to watch the same thing together yeah and text at, can at i just say live. that i was really upset that it was a show i've never had any interest in yeah well it's a werewolf show right no i thought it was about maybe. werewolves maybe I don't know. it's hemlock grove y'all that's I don't know it they watch the show, they're texting live. Oh, they also both get hot wings. This is important. <gasps> wait, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. They decide and this... they have to eat the same thing while watching the same show. Uh-huh. And so he gets his hot wings, he opens them up, and he's like, fuck, they forgot the fucking ranch. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, which she thinks is kind of funny. They're on the phone. Yeah, they, they talk on the phone the whole yeah. time. And this is like sort of a big thing because they've only texted up until this point. It starts texting, but for some reason they call each other for some, I don't remember. Yeah. And yeah. then her hot wings arrive and she gets and to the door. And he has paid for them. And she, oh. rightfully so, freaks yeah. the fuck out because she's like, yeah. how do you know where I live? How did you know where I ordered the hot wings from? Right. Where are you? Are you inside the house? Like, this is, <laughs> we're shutting this down right now. This is over. And he's like, no, I just, I know kind of where you live because you're in the vicinity of that bar because you said it was in walking distance. So I just called around to the couple of hot wings places there and I asked if somebody with your name had ordered the hot wings and then I paid for them. She's like, oh, that's actually kind of sweet. Okay. And I was like, a likely story. He's in the house. Yeah, (laughs) me too. Um, no, it wasn't. It was if very this had cute. Been me, I would have missed out on true love because the moment he texted me after the <laughs> the phone call where he was like the very first phone call where he was like la 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 pizzas or whatever, I would have been like, who are you? What do you want? Why did you set this thing up to make it look like an accident? Who sent you? Like that would have immediately been my thing, and I would have shut it down. I would have tossed my phone in a fucking river. I would have gotten a new phone. Yeah, you would have thought he was an ISIS. I would have taken the battery out. I would thrown the battery and thrown the phone the other direction that's what i would have done (laughs) okay one important plot point that we forgot is that her roommate zoe who is a bit of a player which Mm -hmm. i love is going out on a date with a kid from the baseball team his name is shep they everybody calls him shep and he is also a super player and the night no he's a player no he's a player he's on the team he's in college as well oh so okay the night that they Netflix is the night that Zoe is out on this date, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is important because Zoe is a little bit, she's like actually smitten when normally oh. she's like, I just want to bang it out and then then bounce, which my, also girl after my own heart. My heart hurt a little bit because remember when we did the segment Melody Plays Aaron for a second during yeah. a, lot, a few episodes ago? I really yeah. thought you were about to sh- slut shame this girl when you're like, she's a bit and i was like what is happening to melody (laughs) no oh also at some point i'm looking at a text right now i randomly turned to it where she correctly pronounces smoky bear uh, exciting (laughs) so my stepdad works for the forest service and everybody thinks that the mascot for the forest service like protect yourself from forest fires is smoky the bear 
It's not, guys. Public service announcement. It is. Oh my god. His Bing name is bong. Smokey Bear. <laughs> Bing boom bong. Yeah. Bing is anyone bong. listening to this? You think we can just go off the rails entirely? I think probably. It's yeah. just us and like the like three super fans right now. I know. I know. Hi, Jack. No one we know is still listening for Hi, sure. Kat. None of our friends are still around. Yeah. No. Hey, Jacqueline. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kat. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Hello, Elizabeth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back on track. We're here. We got this. We do. Should we just keep naming super fans? And no. Okay. <laughs> we can't. Okay. It's just this Netflix thing is really long. Yeah. And so I keep trying to happen to this book. It. It's just a lot of dialogue for a long yeah. time. She falls asleep while oh yeah she falls asleep at the end of the netflix it's cute in chapter eight it starts with it's official i delia devlin have a crush on Mm. marshmallow Mm oh fine it's on zach (laughs) (laughs) so cute yeah so then i think that they just they finally agree to meet up right like after this netflix thing yeah they're gonna go on a date so they're gonna go on a d-a-t-e everybody Get your date pants on. He asks her a series of questions about, like, where she wants to go on this date. And I would have, if I were him, I would have backed out during this discussion. Because he's like, how about sushi? And she's like, I feel it slide down my throat quickly and come back up. Does that count? And he's like, okay, sushi is a no. Noted. Okay, um, what about Mexican? And she's like, uh, I guess, can I just eat the chips and salsa? And he's like, okay, No. What about Italian? And she's like, oh, my God, can you be any more cliche? And I'm like, how about you be a little less uh, the worst? How about that? (laughs) God, eat a food. Like, how about you tell me the foods that you like? Should it be burgers? Like, what do I do with you? Yeah. Is it just wings? Do you only eat chicken nuggets? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She loves chicken nuggets. Does she? Yeah. Date two. But we're at date one. That's so true. He picks her up. He says to her that on the first date, he will let her touch his butt. Yeah, actually, I'm reading it right now. He's like trying to cajole her into saying yes to the date. And she goes, I want one reason why I should say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, because I'll let you touch my butt. <laughs> like, it's really cute. Yeah, sorry. That was right before all of the blah, blah, blah. Can I read you a romantic section? Sure. Okay. So she's comparing in her brain Caleb and Zach. And she goes, but Zach, he understands me on a level I wasn't expecting. Understands my sarcasm, but doesn't get annoyed when that's the mode I'm in. He appreciates the darkness behind it. And even better, he fires back with his own. Yeah, I see what you mean now. Mm -hmm. Our conversations are seamless, flirty, and I like it way more than I should. Not to mention my body tingles with anticipation every time he sends a text. Because I know it'll spark an endless string of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it actually is really sweet. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, for the first date, what do they do? He shows up. But first, he shows up at her house. She's so nervous she can't answer the door. So she has Zoe answer the door. Um, he's got to know. So she sent him pictures of like her feet, her arm, whatever. Right. Zoe is black and Delia is white. So he has to know when Zoe answers the door that it's not Delia. And yet there's still some confusion there. I totally missed that. Yes. Wait. Huh. Did you miss? Wait, do you miss the races or you missed the the confusion? I missed the races. Maybe I got confused. Maybe I read something wrong. It happens a lot, but I was pretty sure so <laughs> was black in this book. Maybe okay. I just pictured it that way because I was like, what? Why is this confusing to you? 
Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I got I hope I'm right about that. Anyway, so he opens the door. He's like, are you Delia? No, you're not. And then Zoe still touches his butt. <laughs> I just <laughs> yes. love it. So I do, too. Like, I want the butt touch. Yeah, <laughs> give it to me. Give it to me. I love her. <laughs> me, too. Um, but then, yeah, so he takes her out to a park where there is going to be a movie in the park. He's very cute. Oh, yeah, that is very nerdy. It's going to be Transformers, but then it turns out that it's the Lego movie instead. Everybody's Um, so happy. I would be happier with it. Yeah. He makes her peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with Doritos, which is she's definitely going to like that uh, because that's probably (laughs) the only food she eats. Uh, Shows her how to eat the peanut butter and jelly with the Doritos on it. In it. She's surprisingly okay with that. Um, he brings orange soda. They have a Keenan they have a really Kel cute bonding conversation. moment. Yeah, it's oh, good. Yeah, I did not. I didn't understand the Keenan and Kel references because apparently I was too country to be a '90s kid, even though I am a '90s kid. Maybe it's more unique than I thought. Every time they bonded over a reference, I'm like, that's everybody. Everyone <laughs> does that or knows that. I don't know. Well, no, we had three channels. Only three channels until I was ooh, 14. So mm-hmm. I don't know. If it wasn't on like Saturday morning cartoons, then it was lost on me. Mm-hmm. So um, then they, he takes her to a coffee shop, right? Yeah, but it's a special coffee shop. Yeah. Where it's in like a, uh, like a neighborhood. Yeah. And it's an arcade inside and it's not even marked with like a sign or anything. And yeah, it's inside, a speakeasy coffee it's a shop speakeasy arcade. Coffee shop arcade just for nerds. Nerds. Yeah. I'm into it. And then they go in and they have coffees at night, which <laughs> I was like, what? You'll and then I had to remind again. myself that they're like <laughs> in college. <laughs> I'm glad we had that moment too because that's just like cake. <laughs> I'm so fucking old. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, also, while they were out, he tells her about his job. He's an app designer person, yeah. and he, when he was in college, designed an app that made a ton of money, but he sold it. Um. And he had a whole company. Yeah, and then he had he a sold whole thing. company. And I he, think he actually works for his company now. Like, he sold it, yeah. and then he just wanted to be a programmer. Right. So he got um, a job with them. That was part of the package. Right. Because uh, he was overworked and stuff. And she asked him about the first app that he made. And the first app yeah. he made was basically Hot or Not. Yeah, um, except for, for in like, his high, high school. school. And so mean. he saw a lot of fallout from that and really deeply regretted it and then started a thing... It was called Embody Positivity, which sounds kind of lame to me, but whatever. Sorry. <laughs> so we started this club. It was a club for kids to meet each other and like, and, like feel safe. And no bad things were allowed in it, which is is a cool, that's a cool thing. I think, uh-huh. that, I think it's that I don't like the name. I don't like the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what it enough. is. I like the fair thing. Enough. Anyway, so now he's developed an app of it. Yes. So that kids anywhere can connect virtually, mm-hmm. similarly to our geriatric friendship cult. Now, that's think? a cool name. That's that a name a really I can cool name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so she's like, ah, and he, she finds out that his ex left him when he sold his company because she was very into the um, whole The money, money and prestige. Thing. Yeah, 
And that's a really cute yeah, first date. The date. They do a smooch. He kisses her. Oh, yeah, they do a good smooch. Yeah, right outside her door. And then they fall in because Zoe, who I think is white, opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe I just imagined her to be a black woman. I have no idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a poll in our, our Twitter and our, our cults to see. It's not hard to find out. Okay, you talk about what happens next. I'm going to try to figure out. <laughs> okay, so they get to her door. He like pushes her up against the door, and it's really cute, and they're kissing, and it's a good kiss. And then Zoe opens the door, and they literally fall backwards well she falls backwards he falls forwards into the house and he lands on her and it's it's really really cute and then he goes home and then i don't think that they see each other for another like week right they they keep trying to meet up but it keeps like kind of not working because of like schedules and stuff so which i'm like he works from home and she's a college student Meet for brunch on a Tuesday? I don't understand. One of the things that he's like, I can't, she, I forget what she has in, in her schedule, but then she's like, how about Sunday? And he's like, that's, that's a football day. I can't go on a date with you on a Sunday. And again, I would have been like, I'm out. Like you can't, you're not excited enough about this relationship. You can't go out with me on a football day. Bye. If he was like a football person. Sorry, when people are very into sports, I just call them by the sport. Like, if he's like a football... (laughs) So, if he was like a football, I would understand it. But, like, he's not. He's like a nerd. So, there's nothing... There's no other mentions of him being, like, a football. So... Yeah. You want... So, we were having a conversation about um, how our significant others are both prone to boycotting things when they feel really strongly about it. Yes. And can I tell you the sexiest thing that Michael has boycotted in recent memory? Oh, God. Oh, boy. What? When he was like, I no longer watch the NFL because of their treatment of players and their their response to domestic abuse within the league, I uh, had a reaction that was positive and personal. He's a football. <laughs> Michael's a football for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Michael's he also a basketball. Yes, and a baseball. Michael is and a baseball. Yeah, yeah. But now it's only college football that he will entertain because hashtag Fire Goodell. And he's a man of many morals. <laughs> All right. Also, bong. now I don't have to deal with football. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Bing, boom, bong. Bing, um, bong. This is a new segment called... Uh, is it new? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> called Basic Character Descriptions with Aaron. And Zoe's <laughs> <Joey's> white. <laughs> Hazel eyes and brown hair, y'all. <laughs> She's a white girl. She's a white so, girl. I guess I there's no there's no amount of friendship or money that could get you to cut all that, right? <laughs> no. Nope. Not a single amount of friendship or money. Okay, cool. Nope. Cool, guys. Alright. So he comes over to her house one night with chicken nuggets. That's date two, right? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I have to go back to when they're having coffee real quick. Okay. Because they have this whole conversation about kissing each other, and it is hot. It is objectively 
hot. All right, let's hear about it. She goes, I could kiss you right now. Mm-hmm. And she says, I say the words and I mean them. Sure, I've thought about it. But I don't think I realized how badly I wanted it to happen until right now. That's so. Aww. He doesn't miss a beat. Because I wouldn't object to it. His hand snakes out, brushing back the locks of hair that have fallen over my eye, lingering on my cheek for the briefest of moments. This is the most forward thing I've ever said, but I would kiss you so hard if you would let me. <laughs> and then um, a while later, it's, you know, she's sort of battling herself in her brain. And a while later, she goes, we're in public. I managed to scratch out. We are. I don't think this is a good place for that. No, no. And why is that, Delia? Because I'm certain that once I start kissing you, I won't be able to stop. Okay, sorry. So date um, two. Like next week, she's studying for her econ test or whatever. And she's she's too busy to go out with him. And she hasn't eaten all day. And she's having a bad night. And then there's a knock on the door. And who is it? But Zach with some chicken nuggets. And his goat. Oh, yeah. And the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Marshmallow he brings the goat. marshmallow. She answers the door and just immediately grabs the bag the out of his hand <laughs> and just goes back to the couch and just starts eating it without Snurfing it. saying hello. No peck and on she's the like, cheek. No, oh, no welcome. I'm a bad host. And she's like, but I'm a surprise host and you surprised me. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> I actually really like that. Yeah, it was great. She meets Marshmallow. They hang out on the couch. Um, Marshmallow eats a couch cushion. Yeah. And then he helps her study for his econ test. Yeah. And he's really going to stay the night on the couch. And then they say goodnight. And it's very awkward. And he, she's like, salutations and goodbye. Like, it's a very mm. weird. Yeah. Yep. And she's like on her way back to her bedroom. And he just around and like just start snarfing her right there and then he's like invite me into your room delia and she's like please like a vampire and she's like please come into yes. my room immediately i wonder if he is a vampire that was what i would think somebody somebody invite it was like invite me in that's a very vampire <laughs> thing to do anyway, it is so she does a little strip tease for him yeah it's really funny she like faces her dresser and takes off her clothes and you know down to her down to her undies or whatever and her bare back and he's just like i kind of can't handle my life right now yeah that was super hot and then they just like snuggle and kiss and go to sleep yeah they decide they're not gonna have sex which i'm fine with so it's really cute mm-hmm one thing that happens while they're there that night is he has Slytherin boxers. Just yes. put, putting a note on that one. Um, and she I says that. that she only allows Hufflepuffs in her bed. And then she does drag him into her bed so that she can uh-huh. smooch him. And then he's like, I can't believe you let this Slytherin into your chamber of secrets. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, a good joke. <laughs> it is a really good one. Yeah, that's a hot scene, though. I've got a lot highlighted. Yeah, in me scene. too. We find out that Zoe slept with Marshmallow the goat. Yes. Uh, because she didn't have anybody to snuggle with. Zoe is Which, just a prize. But can I just say that <laughs> goats are not snuggly. Goats what? are mostly angles and hard hooves. I don't really understand the baby goat goats are... in the story. It doesn't make sense to me. I feel like mm. that goat would have ate her bed if it ate I the mean, couch cushion. You know, I've had bottle baby goats in my room before, and I've never actually encountered a goat that ate furniture. So I don't, I don't know where this stereotype comes from, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've had a couple of different bottle babies that lived in the house with us for a while, and uh, it's never happened. 
but that's fine. I'm just saying the goats are not comfortable bed companions. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Right. Also, yeah. while they're sleeping together, they decide that they're gonna have sex on the third date. And he's like, but is this then the second date? And she's like, she's like I don't know. We'll have to see how I feel. Yeah, we'll next see how date. that next date goes, <laughs> and we'll decide whether it's the third one or not. So, um, also then, they have some oh, yeah. texting after that, and he just casually drops that he has a brother that's a big baseball player. And I was like, which I was immediately <sighs> like, is it Caleb? Dun, yeah, I thought dun, so too. Dun. And then I was like, they would have the same last name. She dated him for six months. Like, there's no way it can be Caleb. If no. it turns out to be, it's going to really bother me. No, they have separate last names because of their family story. But I didn't we know We find that. out later. Yeah, but I totally. was just like, oh, man, if this turns out to be what no, it is. No, he mentions that they're stepbrothers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe the second time he mentions it, I just he says they're like, stepbrothers. There would, be thing, there would be signifiers that she would know. That Well, and since she spent so much time with baseball players, why wouldn't she be like, oh, who is which it? one? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway, so they kind of mentioned that, and then they set up date number three. Which I completely and utterly cannot get behind. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. I can't. I tried, and I can't. So here's what happened, guys. So remember during the Netflix and chill sesh where he was like, those motherfuckers forgot my ranch. Turns out Zach is really really obsessed with ranch dressing so obsessed that he has searched the world apparently for a <laughs> restaurant that specializes in ranch dressing and was mm-hmm. so happy to find out there was one in one, his town question one mark? just popped up in his backyard as he said no mm. <laughs> fine no i will give it that you will I give just, it that that's uh, a lot. fine you know what? I'm just allowing it because that's not my problem. Okay. My problem is you need to ask a person if they are pro-ranch before you take them to a place that not only has 30 different flavors of branches, but also slathers everything in ranch. Because I, like, I would not be able to eat. Ranch. I hate ranch you dressing. You ranch too? I hate it. See, this is something that people could actually bond over. I yes. think that's pretty rare. That's true. Yeah. Ranch. We are Most white girls like who hate ranch. A Midwestern one. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so right. I very much prefer blue cheese. I would put <sighs> blue cheese on almost anything. Sure. I love blue cheese. But when I... I used to put blue cheese crumbles on almost anything. When I love blue cheese, I spell it B-L-E-U. E-U. Unlike yeah. Delia here, who spells it just blue. B-L-U-E. <laughs> so, so I don't know what kind of cheese she's eating, but hopefully it's not um, moldy. Yeah, I can't. Ugh. I can't get behind a ranch restaurant. They but also I guess... sit outside in November. Which he doesn't consult her on. Yeah, where they go are to the they? hostess stand. The hostess said it probably. I think at some point they are said they something in, like, about Georgia? New York. No, but also I don't even know the race of the characters. <laughs> so let's just see here. <laughs> new York. Oh, I thought they drove like up to the upstate Chicago New York area. for his. They drive. Oh, no matter. results for New York in this book. All right, cool. All right, cool. good call. I don't I know think where it's just at. like an am- amorphous state. Sure. But they sit outside in November, and he doesn't even be like, is that cool? Interesting, interesting. He specifically yeah. requests they sit outside, and he's not like, hey, Delia, do you mind if we sit well, outside? Well, no. He does say that there's warming lamps. That's true. Or whatever. I don't know about you, but a warming lamp does not cut it for me for a dining no, outside well, experience. I'm a, I'm a cold person. Me too. So, yeah. Um, um, okay. 
So they eat at the they just they just drink ranch out of oh. pint glasses huh. and mason actually mason jars at this place. Oh, get it. And then they decide we feel sexy. <laughs> yeah, after after eating just vats of ranch dressing, they're like, you know what we should do? Rub our stomachs she together. She talks about what she wants to eat, and he's like, oh, you need to get the French fries and then sample all the ranches. And she's like, okay, and then I'm gonna get a hamburger, and then I'm gonna get mozzarella sticks, and then we're gonna I get know. fried green beans. And I'm like, bitch, this is supposed to be your inaugural sex night. You need to calm it down. How are you going to be awake yeah. for the sex? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just like riding on the the caffeine that is first love. I don't know. I don't know. So they drive back to his place, and she hops him in the car, real hot. He gets her back to his house. They have sex. It's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked her sex scene. Um, later that night, she kind of roams around his house, finds his office. Finds his basement office. He goes down there and goes down on her down there. Yeah. Um, that was, I think, even better than the sex scene. It was very I good. I thought so, too. Yeah. And then... He invites then, her to go to Thanksgiving with his fam. Yeah, he does. Get it, get it. Uh-huh. And for some reason, her family hates her, so she says yes. Yeah. So her family's all doing other stuff, I guess, for Thanksgiving. So they go to not upstate New York, as I thought. Yeah. Um, they, they drive go, about two hours some in some direction that they to go upstate out to the country. So maybe I just assumed it was New York. Maybe it's upstate Oklahoma. Who knows? Nope. The results were negative for the word upstate. I'm just going to stop Googling. So um, (laughs) they go to his parents' house for Thanksgiving. The morning of the Thanksgiving trip, she sexts with him and sends him a sexy picture photo of herself uh, for the first time. And oh, then, yeah, we forgot to tell them about her tattoo. She has this tattoo of a, a quote or something that, like, yeah, curves it's like, the underside of her breast on her ribs. So I guess that's visible in the photo, and it's, yeah. like, a sexy little sexy little sex that he's been asking for for a long time. Yeah, and her face is not in it. He licked it when they were doing it. I'm not about it, but whatever. So Did he? Yeah, he licked it right after she explained that it was because she wants to love everything, and that's why she got this tattoo, or she wants like, to <laughs> do everything 100%. He was like, <laughs> and she goes, I could see that he liked my explanation of that tattoo because his eyes smoldered sexily. And then he just like sticks out his tongue and does a lap on it. And I was like, Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so they go up to his casa and meet the parents. She backs, packs a bunch of snacks because she gets hangry, mm-hmm. much like muzzle. So his mom died. His parents met yes. in grief counseling. Yes. Should we talk about it? So his mom died and his brother's dad died. They met in grief counseling and yeah. then he followed her out to the, he said something insensitive. Oh no, you're not going to gloss over this. Here's what oh, happens. Yeah, his father gets up and says, hi, I'm here because I haven't been showering and I smell like oh, ass yeah. and my kids hate me now because I'm not being a good dad and my wife is dead and so am I. And so I need to yeah, talk to you Yeah, that's guys. my favorite line. My yeah. wife died, and I am also, yeah. Cutting. My wife is dead, and so am I. Horrible. This woman gets up next and says, <laughs> my name is Rose, and this insensitive asshole from the audience yells, there was room on that door at a grief <laughs> counseling meeting where, where her, her husband, husband died. died, much like in the movie Titanic, <laughs> Jack 
died because she didn't have room on the door. And then this guy's yelling, there was room on that door because her name is Rose. And his name is Jack. Yeah, but like, is she supposed to even remember that from the last guy who stood up in, in grief counseling? Yeah, meeting? totally. Oh my god. And totally. so she, of course, starts sobbing and runs out and he follows her. And then they fall in love. But I was just like, what an asshole. <laughs> what a meet cute. Am I right? Yeah, Story whoa. for the ages. We don't want to read that book. <laughs> I know. So they, then, then she meets the brother. He comes in and she doesn't meet him at first because he's like unpacking his stuff. And then he borrows Zach's phone because his phone died on the way and he needed to look something up or do something. Doesn't matter. So he's like, oh, yeah, they're all sitting out in the veranda together. And he's like, oh, yeah, my brother will be here in just a minute. And all of a sudden in walks Shep. The guy who we find out in this moment mm-hmm. went on enough dates with Zoe, who is white, to <laughs> convince her to sleep with him. <laughs> and then refuse. It doesn't matter. It's not like <laughs> no, it matters. Doesn't. Except for I that just plot find point it to be hilarious. Because it did matter. <laughs> I just oh, love man. the sheepish <laughs> grin that gets onto your face every time you realize. Like, <laughs> Okay, so he went out with her enough times and, like, wined her and dined her and really, really laid it on thick until he fucked her and then just ghosted. Didn't answer her phone calls anymore. Told her that he didn't want some clingy girlfriend when she yeah uh, wanted to go out with him again. She was smitten. What a dick. She Um, was smitten for the first time in forever. So at dinner, at Thanksgiving dinner, Delia makes kind of a little comment of, like, Oh, yeah, I know who you are. I used to date Caleb. He's on the baseball team with you. And my best friend and roommate is Zoe. You know Zoe. And he's yeah. like, oh, I don't know anyone named Zoe. It just must be one of my fans who I don't God, know. God, he's such a fuck boy. And she, she's like, no, nah, I think you know her. <laughs> like, sort yeah. of thing. Um, so that happens. Doesn't out him to his family. Just sort of, Just sort of skirts around the subject. Right. So then she gets a call from Caleb in the night. They, they have a great weekend the, at the parents' house or whatever. Oh, yeah. She gets a middle-of-the-night phone call from Caleb. Well, she gets a couple of phone calls from Zoe and yeah. doesn't answer them. Right. And then she gets a middle-of-the-night phone call from Caleb. And she's like, okay, I guess I got to pick this up. And Caleb's like, have you talked to Zoe? Do you know what's going on? And she's like, no. And he's like, there's this picture of your boobs going all around campus right now. Who did you text a picture of your boobs to? And she's like, uh, the guy that's sleeping right next to me. And he's like, okay, well, that guy texted it all out. And the screen, he sends her the screenshot. And the yeah. screenshot from in the caption, it's like from Z. Like, yeah, and you know, it says, it says like, check this yeah, out. For Zach. For Zach. From, from Z start the, start to someone Z. else. Yeah. So um, she's like, oh my God, this did not seem like the kind of guy that would text a picture of my boobs out to yeah. everybody. But like, what do you do? That was the only person that I texted him right. to. So she gets out of this weekend by being like, hi, Zach, I need to go home immediately because I just I'm got my period. I'm bleeding everywhere and it's out a of very my vagina. <laughs> And it is, it is just a, a, a goddamn massacre down there. So, so we yeah. gotta go. He's like, sure, we can go home right now. And so they he pack up, they go He goes in and buys home. her tampons yeah. on the way. Like, he mm-hmm. goes into the store to get her tampons, and it's all really sweet. He's, like, trying to ask her what's wrong. She's just like, I just cramps, headache, bleh, I feel mm-hmm. gross, okay? She pretends to sleep on the way home. He knows that she's not really asleep because she yeah. snores like... Uh, an engine revving all night long she goes yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> That's um, what she's doing in the car. Yeah. And she can tell. Yeah, she decides to snore like a dwarf. There's something wrong. I know there's something wrong. And please yeah. tell me if I've done something wrong. I really want to know. And so finally she just like loses her shit and puts the picture in front of him and is like, this is what you this did is wrong, what the jerk. the fuck is wrong. And he's like, wow, you don't you don't know me at all. And he's kind of upset. And then they part ways. And it's very sad. Yeah. And then she's really confused because she's like, hold on. I'm the injured party Yeah. Here. Why are you mad at me? Yeah. Yeah. And and then I'm like, because Zoe, he ob- I mean, Delia, he obviously didn't do it. Like, oh. that's why. So she's really confused. Caleb's like, I got to get to the bottom of this. Like, I want to know how the fuck this happened. And then Caleb, Delia, and Zoe are all talking together. And I think Caleb is like, honestly, yeah. this doesn't sound like something this guy would do. I don't think he did this. This sounds like something Shep would do. Right. Um, so I'm going to figure that nonsense out. Yeah. And I he's will like, was there back. ever a time where he had his phone? Was there ever a time? And she's like, yeah, but he had it. Or, or would he have any reason to be out to get you? And yeah. Like, he was like, he's I really vindictive about Zoe, but like he had his phone before that I said something about Zoe. So yeah. why would he, he didn't have access to it after. And so yeah. they go on a sleuthing mission. She gets a knock on her door. It's Caleb. Caleb's got Shep, like, basically by the ear. And is like... And Shep's got a black eye. Yeah, you're gonna fucking tell her what happened. So, Shep tells her that when he borrowed Zach's phone at Thanksgiving, he went through his pics, saw the naked boobies, and was like... And just forwarded it to himself. (laughs) I would like to see those later. And um, then deleted that message because he didn't want Zach to find out that he was looking at his girlfriend's boobs. And then after dinner, when he was mad, created this message to make it mm-hmm. just so shitty. I, I have, I so honestly shitty. had trouble suspending disbelief for this one because I was just like, it's, I did not. It's a level of so shitty. But to his brother? No. Nope. Brother, I did though? not have a problem. Oh, did not have a problem. Ooh. This guy is, is just top notch douche, but they absolutely exist in this world. I just, yeah, it's so I did. bad. Well, mostly, I mostly, here's what I don't understand, because we find out, I think the timeline that I understand is that Caleb gives Shep the black eye because he is like, you're going to tell her, like, kapow, Uh you don't want another knuckle sandwich, you go tell her what happened. Yeah. But then, later on, when, spoiler alert, they inevitably get back together She's like, so what happened? He tells her that part of the fallout is that his parents couldn't get him off of Shep. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if he didn't just turn right back around, realizing that the only person who would have, because he knows he didn't do it, realizing that the only person who would have had access and would have had access to the college network. No, he said that Caleb told him. Yeah, but then has Shep been staying at the at the parents' house the whole time? Maybe. Because he says that the dad had to wrestle him off of Shep. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make sense because Caleb is down at the university with him. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. So I think I really think that he just all, all already knew, went up, went like turned right back around, beat the shit out of Caleb, told his parents, and Shep. then that's what I meant. Beat the shit out of Shep. 
told his parents and then later on Caleb like confirmed everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what didn't this that's what didn't track as far as continuity was concerned for me in this book, but either way, it doesn't really matter. So then she's like, "Oh no, of course he was mad because I doubted his character from the beginning and like I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt and yeah. I was mad too." But then she doesn't like I think does she text him she being texts like him, I'm sorry. Hey, I know it wasn't you. Yeah. And he's like, I wish, I wish, you, she's like, I wish I would have been more, no, I wish I would have known you, but like, yeah, been, gave me I the wish I would have, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I wish you would have too. And it's kind of a little sad, but. It is sad, but she also says, doesn't like call him. Yeah. He also says, hey, Delia, also go to bed. It's after midnight. And that kind of gave her a little glimmer of hope of like, oh, he's, you know, kind of joking around a little bit with me and stuff. Yeah. So then Operation Get Zach Back happens. It's very failure to launch. It, Yeah. She goes from like having a glimmer of hope to the only option is to steal his baby goat. Yeah. Which I think I think she would have done either way. Whether they're broken up forever or this is way Fair. to get back. She needs that baby goat. It was a gift. She needs it. Yeah. Um. So she steals that baby goat. Not a lot to say about that. Steals it. Sneaks into his he- house. Yeah, she gets she enlists her roommate's help and his roommate's help. I yep. think because they're going to be the protagonists of book two. Yeah, because they kind of run into each other, and she's like, "Damn, yeah. he's hot," sort of thing. Damn, because Delia accidentally sneaks into the roommate's room instead of the goat room. But anyway, yeah. um, so because she leaves. The goat has its own room, sure, which I cannot wrap my brain he's around. Got that startup Goats money. have a very particular smell. He's got that. No, I'm sorry. Money. No, goats are not goats pets. Need a shed. It's not a pet. Anyway, so no, yeah, she leaves a ransom note. Um, then she gets a pizza delivered to her that says "Game on" with yeah, pepperonis, Princess Diary style. And then she she knows what that means. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea what that. Meant. She goes to the arcade. Goes to the arcade. He's there. Oh, while they're broken up, she had gone to the arcade to like hopefully see him mm-hmm. and got a free coffee Which out of the like, deal. This thing was born out of text. Just text him. <laughs> You don't have I to know, go to the right? arcade to kind of like hopefully see him. Anyway, uh, I, I get it. They're dumb and young, and they're it's it's adorable. They don't want to confront. So they go to the arcade, on, so <laughs> and he's there. He's just been there since he sent her the pizza. Days and days, it's true. Long nights oh, waiting. He lives there now. <laughs> um, they play the games at the arcade uh, for their love, and then they love each other. I don't know. They're together forever. Like that's it. That's it. Um, The epilogue. I don't know if it's the epilogue or the first chapter of the next book. So maybe I shouldn't talk about it. There's an epilogue and yeah, they're going to move in together. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's super cute. Yeah. And I really liked this book. It was snappy. Mm -hmm. It was quick. It was really fun. It is, and most of it made sense. A lot of texting and a lot of really newish pop culture references so if that's sure. not something that you're into like it's a lot of pretty new stuff so this is like a 2016 17 book at least i think i don't know yeah. why i'm oh oh wait wait hmm. i have to i have to have a bing boom bong gold star parenting with melody it's a new segment Ooh. everybody get ready because the response to the shep bullshit is absolutely perfect uh-huh. The parents did not wait for the university to get involved. They were just like, I don't care what your future prospects are. 
you lose baseball for the rest of the season, you are like, you need to, they, they actually give him real life consequences, consequences yep. for this revenge porn mm-hmm. ridiculousness that he it's a crime came in up some with. States. It's absolutely a fucking crime. In so, some states. It should be. I know. I know. I know. It should be a crime everywhere, though. It's a. It's definitely like a moral crime, anyway. And it would be a crime if she was like, I don't know, one year younger. I forget how old she is, but um. Oh no, she's a senior, like so three yeah. years younger. Anyway, gold star parenting. They're just like this will not stand. You're gonna learn how to be a person. No more baseball for the rest of the season. Maybe even not next year, unless you get your shit together. <laughs> and like, there's a bunch of other stuff that they demand he do. And that's how you respond to that kind of display of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. All right. Is that it? I'm into it? Are we good? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bing, boom, bong. Segment over. Yeah. But what I was going to say is if you're, um, I know that some of our listeners on the heating bosom geriatric friendship cult kind of got into this one early and started a few discussions on it. Mm. And it seemed like, the older listeners were not as into this. Like, if you're not from yeah, this generation, sense. you might not be into it. So Yeah, that makes sense. That's all. All right, so Aaron, do you have a self-love recommendation? I'll think of one if you go first. Okay, because I am raring to all go, right. guys. If you need something in your life that is just candy, like it's bad for you, mm-hmm. okay? This is bad for you. But sometimes your brain and your soul need candy Mm -hmm. i want you to get on hulu's and watch a little show called love island because it is this treasure that the brits have come up with if you can possibly wrap your brain around it it is an amalgamation of bachelor in paradise plus big brother plus survivor plus a bunch of stuff all together and plus all of this is done with a a veritable buffet of UK accents. Like, it's incredible. Basically, the premise is five girls show up at a villa in Spain, which like Brits abroad is already. I mean, these are like 20 to 30 year old partiers from the UK and they're sent to a villa in Spain. Five girls show up. Five boys show up. And they have to couple up and then they have to recouple up and they're finding love and they're they're earning the loyalty of the British public because it's it's six or seven weeks of filming. And I think it's on for at least like three or four nights a week. What? We're talking like like 50 episode uh, seasons in some in some cases. Wow. And the public votes throughout all of this. And then they also have like fun challenges where like. There was one at one point where it was like spill the tea or whatever. And it was all the shit that the Islanders had said about each other. And they had to like guess who said it about them and then like throw drinks in their face. Like it gets crazy. It is so delicious. It's my favorite thing that's happened to me in a really long time. And I just found it because I was hankering for some Bachelor in Paradise and then I found this thing that's like 75 times better mm-hmm. than Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. And they're all, some of them are really smart and some of them are so impressively stupid. Uh-huh. 
but it's still all done in some version of a UK accent. I I cannot I cannot recommend it highly enough. If you like trashy, amazing reality television shows, it's a gift to the world. Thank you, and I do. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can even like come back <laughs> with something after that. I don't. I don't feel like it can. I don't have anything. I mean, I don't have a lady love this week. I'm sorry, guys. If you have, it's here's, all right. here's my lady There's love. Four here's, seasons here's of this thing. Is. If you go so, to the emergency room because of oh an boy. eyeball pain, excruciating, hmm. such that you can't do your job or live your life, and they look at your eyeball just with their eyeballs, and they say, hmm. we think this is a staph infection in your tear duct. Oh, my God. And then, well, I had this procedure where I had, like, some needles put into my tear duct, so I guess, you know, it's from some sort of, like, they had some basis for this, but no, like medical exam basis for this yeah just just go ahead and ask that doctor like maybe take a look with one of those microscopes because it may be a tiny plastic shard wedged in my cornea and i may be taking useless antibiotics for like four days while it just wedges deeper and deeper in there and burrows further that's my lady love for this week if you're in that very specific situation get that plastic out of your cornea get it get it out of there do not leave it in there for like three days no and also maybe take the time to bedazzle your eye patch if you're into it i was gonna glue a googly eye on there but it was just that would be hilarious there was so much i just couldn't get i couldn't get it together no i don't blame you i couldn't do it no also i couldn't drive because i had no death perception i would have had to get somebody to drive me to the google eye (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a friend in alaska job that's not a person wearing the eye would have also been like "Ah, i already drove you to get the eye patch like could you just (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to hit the craft store on the way anyway all right well you know what your lady love is super valid so, I'm sure at least one of you out there is in that situation. So I hope none of you are ever in that situation. I agree. All right. So everybody, keeping a badass. Wait. Oh no. <laughs> heaving underscore bosoms on Twitter. Heaving on Twitter's. bosoms on Insta. At heaving at bosoms heaving on bosoms Instagram. Instagram. Heaving bosoms podcast on Facebook. Heaving bosoms podcast geriatric friendship cult is the group page very fun you should all be in it so fun heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com heaving bosoms podcast.com that website is way old right now like four weeks <laughs> old but you can listen to older episodes and you can um it's organized by category uh and that's it right yeah and if you want to become a patron oh, yeah. hit up um patreon.com slash heaving bosoms mm-hmm. um we have bonus content up and a bunch of other stuff so that should be fun <sighs> And uh, yeah, so keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love identifying characters. No, come on. (laughs) That wasn't even the segment. It was basic (laughs) character descriptions with Aaron. Sorry. Okay, so what do you want to do? I'm a stickler for detail, if nothing else. You are. No, that's it. That's fine. Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love. Being able to correctly identify (laughs) the race of the character, the state that the thing is taking place in. Like, I I just don't know where I was at, but I only read it with one eye, guys, so. (laughs) 
That's what it was. I got yes. 50% of the details. <laughs> Alright. Alright. I love you tons. I love and you. I will chat to you soon. Right, bye, Mel. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.